Community of Hope, what a wonderful, wonderful worship experience we've been having. And now I'm grateful it's time for the word. If you would allow me, I want us to go to 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy, or the first chapter, 2 Timothy 1, 3, 2 Timothy 1, 3. The scripture reads, I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience. As night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears. I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Brothers and my sisters, I ask you to join me in a word of prayer. I do want to share today on the sermon subject, It's in us. It's in us. Come on, let us look to the Lord God in Jesus' name. We thank you for this moment. Thank you for this time. We thank you for your people and your power. Now, God, in Jesus' name, have your way in this, your humble servant, a minister, God, to your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. <coughs> it's in us. COH, uh, it's an interesting thing uh, what's happening on the national landscape as we walk uh, into this Black History Month, as we walk into this month of remembrance of all that God has done through us and for us, whether it's all the way to the continent of Mother Africa and what God has done through us in this season here in these United States, I, I want to remind you that uh, there's some things that are just in us. Others, I look all over the landscape of this nation, though I realize that there are some interesting things afoot. Uh, the Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, has been pushing forward a bill that would prohibit schools and businesses from making people feel guilt about the country's racist past. Uh, the, uh, in Texas, a parent in Texas asked for a children's biography of Michelle Obama to be pulled from school libraries, said it unfairly portrayed Trump as a bully, also would make white girls feel ashamed for sounding white. Uh, that, uh, when we look, uh, there was an article that shared in the three and a half month period in 2021 and three and a half month period Fox News had mentioned critical race theory 1,900 times in three months. Why? Because Fox News is kind of using this uh, as a current kind of dog whistle. Uh, to someone says, well, what is critical race theory? Critical race theory is an academic or, or legal framework that examines the impact of systemic racism on American society. And what happens is that you've got folks like Ron DeSantis or you've got folks like the folks in Texas or, or folks on Fox News who, who don't want us to talk about the issue of race in America. Not just don't want us to talk about the issue of race, but don't want us to look at the impact of racism in America. They don't want us, that they, they say that, that, I mean, picture this, the DeSantis bill is saying that it would be against the law for making people feel guilt about the country's racist past. In other words, they shouldn't be exposed to anything that would cause them to feel guilty about the racism of this country. Now, I want to share with you what is very insidious 
about this notion, what is very insidious about this uh, a backlash uh, or, or, or this white lash, as you would say, uh, against critical race theory or against talking about racism and systemic racism in this nation, is that folks want you to think about the past. It's about the past. Folks want you to think about, we don't need to dwell on the past. We don't need our children uh, to have to deal with the guilt of the past. We don't need our children to have to feel bad about what their ancestors did in the past. But I would argue with you uh, that it's not about the past, but it's really about the present. Because the past reveals the patterns of the present. And if you don't look at the past, then you may miss some of the patterns that are playing out in your presence. If you uh, don't look at voter suppression issues of the past, if you don't look at, 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 at the Jim Crow laws of the past, if you don't look um, at, at many of the codes that were shaped in the past around voter suppression um, and repression, uh, then you'll miss the fact uh, that in this country, uh, in, in the last year, the 29 states shaped 36 new laws to be able to make it harder for people to vote. That, 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 that if you look all over this nation with the gerrymandering that happened, uh, that folks were able to shift and reshape districts in such a way that it limited black voting power. That if you don't look at the past, then you won't be able to see the play that folks are working in the present to be able to try to limit our rights to vote. That if you don't look at the past, uh, then you won't understand uh, that the targeted subprime lending uh, uh, and, and the mortgage market uh, that ended up uh, creating uh, uh, some of the housing uh, uh, collapse and especially how it impacted black and brown communities. It, it, if, you, if you don't understand your past and you'll miss the pattern uh, that shows uh, uh, that the same things they did uh, with the subprime lending uh, is, is how they use redlining uh, 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 to be able to keep World War II veterans from being able to fully, a uh, black World War or two veterans to be able to fully uh, be able to uh, uh, participate in the wealth building of the GI Bill. That's right, the, the GI Bill, as they came back from serving in World War II, the GI Bill was supposed to be for all veterans, uh, but, it, but it was redlining uh, that kept uh, black veterans from being able to move into certain neighborhoods which they appraised as being worth more and which had a higher appreciation. And, and, and so, ended up happening is that white veterans were able to help build a new American middle class off the GI Bill uh, while black folks uh, were redlined and were kept out of participating in the wealth growth. You've got to understand it. If you don't understand the past, if you are not able to look at the systemic racism of the past, you cannot understand the future or the present. You can't understand how systems are shaped uh, to be able to keep people ahead. You cannot understand the inequities that we see uh, right now, whether it's in housing or whether it's in wealth or, or whether it's in employment or whether it's in healthcare or whether it's in justice. Uh, the, 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 if you don't understand how racism was used in the past to be able to keep folks ahead, uh, then you'll never be able uh, to pinpoint what's happening in your present or be able uh, to do a work that puts us farther along in the future. That's what's so insidious about what these folks are trying to do. And they are trying to get us to not be able to look at the racism of the past because they know what they're doing right now. That, they don't want us to look at the racism of the past because they know they're using some of the same tricks and techniques right now. But the devil is a liar. Help me somebody. 
You've got to understand that the past influences your presence, which dictates your future. That's right. That's right. The past influences your present, which can dictate your future. When I look here at this scripture, I look at this scripture, and it's interesting to me because I look at this scripture, and here we have Paul talking to a young preacher by the name of Timothy. And as he's talking to a young preacher by the name of Timothy, I'm able to see how Paul is able to use the past uh, to be able uh, to speak to Timothy to what God is about to do in his present and in his future. Come on, won't you walk with me? One of the first things as we look at the scripture, I believe we can understand is that legacy is important. That's right. Legacy is important, uh, but not just historic legacy, but also faith legacy is important. When you look at the scripture that Paul says, I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience. That's right. Uh, that Paul, even as he's talking about uh, how he's moving in the faith, he talks about how his ancestors moved in the faith, and, and he is connecting himself to a legacy of serving God. Somebody today, uh, I need you to be able to connect yourself to a legacy of service to God. That's why when you look at James Weldon Johnson's poem uh, that we now call the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing, uh, the, one of the verses says, God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far along the way. That, 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 that you have to understand a part of the black experience was understanding that God has been with us through it all. That's right, that God has been with us in our weary years, that God has been with us in our silent tears, that God has brought us through along the way. And, and, and I think it's a very dangerous thing uh, right now uh, when we are not trying to pass down a faith legacy to further generations. That's right, parents, uh, th th it is uh, your responsibility uh, to be able to shape a faith legacy for your children. Your children should learn about the things of God. Your children should learn about the ways of God. Your children should learn about how to walk with God through you. That's right. That, that you should be passing down a faith legacy that Paul uh, was very clear. He's talking to Timothy and he's like, look, I, I need you to understand uh, that I don't do this stuff just because I do it. I do this stuff because God's been good to me and mine. That God, and, and I serve God the same way my ancestors served God. And, and, and somebody, I, I need you to be clear that we need to pass down this faith legacy that we need to be able to help folks understand that God has been good to us historically. That's right, that, that we're not the first generation to serve God, but God has been good to us historically. It's interesting. It's interesting that in many black families and most black families, uh, that parents at some point have what we call the talk. You all know the talk. The talk is talking with your son or daughter to talk to them about how to act and react when dealing with a police situation. That you tell them how to talk to the officer. You tell them that if they're driving the car to keep their hands on the steering wheel. You tell them to, to even if things are seem to the officer seems to be a bit aggressive to keep themselves in a low, nice, easy tone. That you talk to them 
about the talk because you want to make sure that they're able to get back home to you. You talk to them and you have the talk. You, you talk to them uh, about what it means to be a black person in America and, and, and the racism and the systemic injustice and even the injustice in the justice system and policing that you have with them the talk. Uh, the same way I, I believe that you need to have with them the talk about how to navigate uh, this world and this nation as results to the police and as results to the justice system, I believe you need to have the talk with them and continue to have the talk with them about their faith. That's right, you need to talk to your children about how to walk with God. But, but, but with your children, you can't just have the talk. You've got to walk the walk. That's right, because your children will not just do what you say, but they will do what they see you do. And I believe that we have to pass down a faith legacy making sure uh, that, that, that in this Black History Month uh, that our history is not just about what we've been able to do, but it's about who we've been serving all this time and who has been good to us all this time. And God has been good to us. We have a faith legacy and we've got to pass it down. I, I know I hear some folks and y'all got real newfangled with us now and now I'm not going to take my children to church and when they get old enough I'll let them figure out what they're going to do. Oh no, I'm not going to do this. You make them go to school that, that, that you don't say, well, no, nah, I'm not going to have my children get an education. I'm just going to let them wait until they're 18 to figure out um, if they're trying to get an education or not. No, no, that's not how it plays out. No, it, you have them go to school so they can learn, so they can be prepared to become an adult. Amen? Uh, it's the same thing with the faith journey. Uh, the, that you need to be making sure that your child is getting everything they need to be able to walk this walk talk this talk and live a, a, a productive life as Christians in this world that, that you've got to shape what a faith legacy because legacy matters legacy is important but but the next thing and the second thing and my last point because I just got two points today my second point is that black history is family history black history <coughs> is family history one of the things that catches me about Paul uh, writing and talking to Timothy as Paul says to Timothy that I am reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and I am persuaded now lives in you also that's right that, that's why today's sermon title is called it's in us uh, that Paul is talking to Timothy and he's like yes you're a young preacher yes you're doing a great job and, and I'm impressed with your faith but I need you to be clear that your faith didn't just start right where you are uh, but you've got to understand that you've got a family history of faith that's right that, that your mama was faithful and a woman of God that your grandmama was faithful and a woman of God that, 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 that what's in you was what was in them and that it has been passed down through the generations. Why? Because in your family you can say down through the years that God's been good to you. You know it's an interesting thing is that we're sitting here in this Black History Month oftentimes when we look at black history we think about the great heroes and sheroes. We think about the great names that we know. We think about the great pantheon of civil rights leaders who have been such a blessing to us as a people, but I, I want to make sure that you understand uh, that, that black history is also 
family history. The black history is also about looking in your own DNA, in your own life, in your own family, and seeing what God has been able to do. As I, as I sit and I look at black history, I, I missed this for years, but as I got older and I started to look at some of the pictures and started to have some of the conversations with my parents, I started to realize that we had black history in our own family. Uh, as I looked at pictures that I'd seen since I was a little kid, uh, I didn't realize that in those pictures that my grandfather would be sitting there uh, with, with President Kennedy and the Kennedy family. That's right, that, that my grandfather would be sitting there with President Kennedy and the Kennedy family. Uh, he used to make these candy houses. It was incredible. But how did he even get in front of them? Because my grandfather <coughs> was a lead page at the Justice Department. That He was over the pages at the Justice Department, at the couriers at the Justice Department that took the messages from the Justice Department to other places. And his supervisor was Robert Kennedy. That's right, that, that, that Bobby Kennedy was his supervisor. And I sit and I used to listen to the stories of my father talking about a sitting and talking with a Bobby Kennedy sitting in his office and kicking it with him, looking into uh, the ways that my grandfather utilized his role in the Justice Department to be able uh, to get Attorney General Kennedy uh, to be able uh, uh, to do things and hookups for my father and my uncles. That, that, that I watched as my grandfather, it's an interesting thing, uh, that, that my grandfather was a part of history, but not just my grandfather. When I looked at my father served in the Vietnam War, looked at my father served for 20 years in Secret Service. He's a bad, bad man, uh, protecting about three different vice presidents along the journey. But then, as I sat and I looked, I realized that I'd been missing something ever since I was a child. Uh, that in our house, there's a picture of my father in high school. There's a picture of my father in high school as Anacostia High School's football team had won the championship. And he's sitting there uh, with the Anacostia High School football team as a champion. And what I missed in that picture, what I missed in that picture was not that he was a, a champion, a city champ of Anacostia High School, but what I missed in that picture was that most of the team was white. That, that, that's right, that my father was on uh, Anacostia High School football team, but most of the team was white. And it wasn't until years later that my father uh, let me know uh, that he was a part of the first class to integrate Anacostia High School, that, that Orlando Lee, Brother Orlando Lee, was a part of the first class to integrate Anacostia High School. That he talked uh, about how uh, he would be going to school and white kids would be trying to run him over with their cars. And he talked uh, about the fact uh, that even on the football team, uh, the football coach had a rule uh, that he could only play a certain amount of black players at a time on, on, on the team, that, 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 that the white cheerleaders weren't supposed to be seen with the black players or cheering for the black players. It's an interesting thing, but, but Brother Orlando Lee was, was a part of the first class to integrate Anacostia High School, and that's a school that I know right now, and all of the time I've known it as being all black, uh, but there was a time that Anacostia was all white, and Brother Orlando Lee was a part of black history. Now, now, now here's what gets me. Here's what gets me is that out of all the times that I've been to the White House dealing with presidents or attorney generals, all, all the times that I've been uh, fighting for civil rights or, 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 or for the civil rights organizations that I now serve on the boards of, for all the times that 
I've been arrested uh, serving in civil rights uh, that I did not realize that I get it from my grandfather and my father, that, that, that I sit with presidents, and I thought I was the first one in the family, but my grandfather been sitting with presidents and attorney generals uh, over half a century ago, that, 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 that I uh, have called myself fighting for civil rights, but my father was on the front lines of, of fighting against integration. My father was on the front lines of the struggle. And, and, and what I didn't realize was uh, that it was in me. That, that, that's right, that, that, that what first was in my grandfather that then got passed down to my father was in me. And, and I've come by to let somebody know that in the same way that Paul told Timothy that what your grandmama had and what your mama had is in you, that I've come by to let you know during this Black History Month that I don't want you just to look at these as nice stories, but I want you to look at it as a part of what's in you. That's right, then when you look at, at, at the things that we've been able to accomplish, when you look at, at the things we, we, we've been able to do, if you look at, 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 the, at the civilizations of, of Mali, Ghana, and Songhai, when you look at, at, at the great uh, uh, libraries in Timbuktu, that when you look uh, at, at the great uh, works in mathematics and, 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 and in medicine that happened in, in Africa, the, when you look at our history, you, you've got to be able to see that that's in me. That's right, it's, it's in you. That when you look at, at, at even on this show of what we've been able to overcome and fight through and struggle through and get to the other side of, you've got to realize that that perseverance, that resilience, that genius, that brilliance, that courage, it's in us. And so therefore, as we are looking at our communities and how they need to be made better, the solution is what? It's in us. And then when we're looking at how to deal with the current spikes and violence in our community, when we're looking at how to help our young people navigate what it means to have gone through pandemic and the mental health crisis they're facing, the answers are in us. And when we look at the inequities, whether it's in housing or whether it's in finance or whether it's in jobs or whether it's in the justice system, that the answers to the issues that we are facing, they're in us. That's right, that we have what we need. Why? Because God has been good to us down through the years, and the same God that blessed us and worked with us uh, during slavery to get us to the other side, the same God that was able to get us through Reconstruction and post-Reconstruction, the same God that was able to get us uh, uh, all the way through the Jim Crow era and the segregation era, the same God that was able to get us uh, through all of the intrinsic systematic attacks on us, uh, whether it was the war on drugs, uh, which ended up being the war on poverty, the same God that was able to get us uh, through Reagan and the same God that was able to get us through the Bushes, the same God that was able to get us through Trump, the same God that, that black folks have been able to organize and strategize and, and mobilize down through the centuries it, 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 what they had is in us, that's right, not just not, it's in you, that the right where you are, the same way that we were able to take a sweet potato pies and build a colleges and universities the same way that we were able uh, to, to go and take care of other people's children uh, but then come home and raise our own children to become doctors and lawyers and preachers and teachers that that, that same uh, brilliance it's in you that's right that, that we've got that and, and don't you ever forget that it's in us and when you understand it's in us then you can understand that 
There's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing that can block you. There's nothing that can hinder you. There's nothing that can hold you back because it's in us. But not just is the perseverance in us, but the same Holy Ghost that was in them is the same Holy Ghost that resides in us. That's right. That just like Paul told Timothy that your grandmama had the Holy Ghost and, and your mama had the Holy Ghost. And, and now you got the Holy That the same way that it went through them, it's the same way that it's in you. And we can be all that God has called us to be. Why? Because it's in us. That's right. It's in us. It's in us. It's in us. And because it's in us, I declare and decree it will be in our children. It shall be in our grandchildren. It shall be in our great-grands. That we shall have a legacy of faith. Uh, yes, indeed. The devil is a liar. You will not uh, cause it to end with us. But it shall go down through the generations that we shall keep passing it on to God's honor and to God's glory. Why? Because it's in us. My brothers and my sisters, I, I want you to hear that today. I, I want you to internalize that today. You already have everything you need to do everything you've got to do. Why? Because it's in you. Because it's in you. If you've never today accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, I, I, I want you to understand that Christ wants to come to live within you to be in you. The Bible says God loved the world so much he sent his only son. Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. L listen, listen. I, I need y'all to know this. That, that, that Jesus died on the cross for you. God raised him from the dead that you could be saved. Today is your day. If you've never accepted Jesus and want to give your life to him today, come on. Today is your day. Won't you give your heart to him? Won't you give your life to him today? If that's you, I just want you, there's a link right there in the chat you can click, but also you can just, <coughs> excuse me, but also you can text us at Hope Decision, one word, Hope Decision, to 474747. Hope Decision to 474747. We want to get plugged in, connected to you so that we can help you to walk this journey to be all that God has called you to be. If you're not saved or if you need a church home, today's your day. This is your moment. Uh, if, if you would, uh, just make decision right there. Look, I want to pray with you. If you're not saved or if you need a church home, or if you just want to rededicate your faith or want prayer, uh, just connect with us right now. I want to pray with you. If you're any of those, if you're not saved and you want to give your life to Christ today, if you want a church home, if you want to rededicate your faith, or even... You just want prayer. I, I want to pray with you today. I want you to repeat this prayer after me, but it'll be my words, but your faith. Come on, won't you repeat it after me? Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So today, I thank you that I'm saved, got a church home, rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. God bless your community of hope. 
If that was you, if you gave your life to Christ or made Community of Hope your church home or rededicated your faith, come on. We want to be able to get your information so we can follow up with you. Just click the link right there or, or uh, just text Hope Decision to 474747. We believe God can make all the difference in your life.